7.43am with Kim and Beeves Big Brekkie. And just before the break, we were talking some uh, golfing wishes, actually. Brad sent through his saying one of his sporting wishes for 2023 is that Ryan Fox gets a top five in a couple of majors. Beeve, on his sporting wish list at number three, is that Ryan Fox is in contention at Augusta and it is all very timely because we now have the Chief Executive of Golf NZ on the line to reflect on what has been a stellar year for Kiwi golfers. Dean, thank you so much for your time. How are you going this morning? Morning team, doing great. Good to hear, good to hear. We were talking about Foxy so I feel like we should start with him. What a remarkable year he has had. How enjoyable has that been for you to watch? been fun hasn't it and I think all Kiwis and all Kiwi golf fans have really enjoyed seeing Foxy do so well and you know win the tournaments and play so well on the DP World Tour finish number two climb to 20 odd in the world get a start at Augusta next year and just keep fulfilling the potential everyone's thought he's had for for so many years but just play so well and and do it in such an amazing manner with uh, such humility and you know Foxy's fun to watch, isn't he? He goes after it and he, he plays the game in an enjoyable way and it's been so cool for all fans to watch this year. Mm, and I think one of the things about him as well is he's been persistent. You know, you say, you talk about how uh, he's always kind of had, had signs of the talent, but he's had to persist quite a lot to get to this point. How excited are you to, to see him at Augusta on those famous greens next year? Yeah, it'll be fun. And, you know, Foxy's played a lot of majors before, but um, there's something about Augusta and something pretty special about that place. Uh, and he'll he'll do well there. You know, it favours people that can hit the ball a long way, and, and, and Ryan certainly does that. And, you know, his short game's outstanding, and I'm sure he'll be well pumped to play at Augusta National. But also a lot of the other American tournaments we'll see him in next year and more majors and more, more of the big-time golf, which Foxy's just born for. Dean, obviously we're talking about Foxy at the moment, in, in your role, obviously, he's, he's the he's the flag bearer, I guess, for our country. But I guess also, while we're talking about the top echelon, Lydia Ko and, and then Steve Alka too, have had just the most remarkable years as well. Yeah, I think when you when you look at it, uh, being contention and to, to nearly win all of those uh, those tour long races, which was pretty extraordinary for a, a country like New Zealand. And thinking about Lydia in particular, I mean, she. She's the, the the greatest, most successful golfer we've had, right? She's world number one. She's won more majors. She's she's done everything on the world stage, and such an inspiration. And just so pleasing to see her play so well and do it with such humility, such grace, and be such a role model for well, not only all young New Zealanders, but all New Zealanders in general. I mean, Lydia is the epitome of what being a great Kiwi is all about, and mm. so cool to see her perform so well, particularly in the back half of the year. Totally, totally agree. And it speaks probably as well to quite a bit of mental strength, I would think, Dean, in the way that she's managed to kind of have this resurgence after reaching such amazing heights at such a young age. Uh, Because I don't imagine it would be easy for everyone to kind of reach those heights and then have to come down from it and build yourself back up again. Yeah, I think it's easy to forget how incredible the early part of her career was. And when we say early part, you know, mid-20s now, she's still got a long way to go. Mm, but yeah. she um, she played extraordinarily well as a teenager and did things that um, no golf has ever done before and broke so many records around the world. And just to be able to, to keep at it and to 
you know, keep competitive and keep leading the charge on that tour is pretty extraordinary. I mean, the quality of golfers now that are playing on the LPGA and playing at the, the sharp end of women's golf is so much stronger than it's ever been before. And yet Lydia has been able to continue to perform at that level and to be world number one right now after such a successful year is, is just a testament to her character. And I think, you know, even in the years when, you know, a lot of a lot of folk would say that she was struggling a wee bit, Many of those years were still the most successful of any Kiwi golfer of all time. Um, she, you know, she had extraordinary success even for her. So to see her come back and perform so well at the sharp end and be world number one at year end is pretty extraordinary. And then obviously we're talking about the, our rock stars, but what about the the local aspect? Geez, everyone you talk to seems to be playing golf these days. What's have you got any sort of? outrageous numbers for us as far as increase in playing and all the rest of it because geez it just seems the most popular sport in the world at the moment especially in this country mate it's out of control um and in a, in a good way um yeah you know we, we were getting some nice solid growth pre-covid but nothing like we've seen through covid and out the back end of it, if you can say we're at the back end of it it's uh, the growth is extraordinary right now and we, we've got 30 percent more golf club members than we had in 2018, and that that's an extraordinary number of growth. We're up to over 135,000 members. We've got more than 170,000 registered casuals on top of that. The numbers this year will be 10% higher than they were last year. The rounds played are about 15% higher than they were last year, and we're seeing record numbers of members. Right now, we've had, we've got the most that we've ever had in history. We've got decade highs in women's golf. We've doubled the number of junior golf members. Uh, everywhere you look, mate, to your point, golf is just booming, and uh, it's really cool to see. And something happened through COVID. I mean, we were getting a little bit of growth pre-COVID, but something happened through COVID where people have made the call to, to get outdoors and do things they love, the social connectedness, the fun, the camaraderie, and, and playing golf seems to fit right into that space. So long may it continue. Yeah, absolutely, and I think, obviously, just from, I guess, my experiences is uh, the fact that some of the, I guess, the, the smaller clubs who were probably on their bones and almost it, sort of having to shut the doors have benefited from all of that, and, and then on the other end, we've got some amazing higher-end courses getting built and in, in, in existence and now, too. Yeah, it's incredible. Like All, all parts of golf are, are rising right now, and, you know, you look at... Um, introductory courses and driving ranges um they have never been busier and yet at the really sharp end of it there's amazing facilities being built um that yeah. are adding to the you know the kind of golf landscape in new zealand it's cool mate it's across the board the community clubs the the high-end um international style clubs uh, everything's booming and on the local front as well, Dean, we would be remiss if we didn't mention the Longest Day Golf Challenge. A lot of golfers are partaking in that today, being the official longest day of the year. I know New Zealand golf is right in behind it. Do you want to just talk a little bit about that and, and what's involved and how much that has grown over the past few years as well? Yeah, it's become extraordinarily popular and it's it's such a cool thing. I mean, golf for a long time and, and many people are aware golf is being used as a vehicle to raise money for charity for, for decades and each year tens of millions of dollars is raised in the golf clubs around the country for various charities and this particular effort around the longest day and raising money for the Cancer Society is really gaining momentum. I mean the idea of playing four rounds of golf in a day sounds a little crazy to many but um, for others it's a great challenge and a, a cool way to 
raise some money and, and bring some awareness to um, to the great work they do. So it's kind of cool. Um, what I like best about it now is that you can do it over um, a couple of months rather than all centralising on one day. So it gives everyone a chance to play their four rounds, raise some money and, and donate it to a, a very worthy cause. So really cool to see everyone getting out there. I know some crazy folk have been playing 300 holes in a day, yeah. and 200, and people have been playing eight rounds instead of four, and there's all sorts of cool things going on. But good for all the golfers out there to have a bit of fun but raise a bit of money as well. Yes, yeah, sensational effort. You love to see it. Beeb's right in behind the charity golf uh, events as well. So I think he's he's smiling and nodding uh, when you talk about it as a vehicle for raising some funds for some very good causes. And Dean, just before I let you go, I've actually got one extremely important question for you because we are leading into Christmas uh, and my other half has been kind of mentioning every probably few days, I think, of the last couple of months, oh, you know, I just think what would really improve my golf at the moment it's a new set of clubs. Uh, is that accurate? <laughs> well, on on behalf of every partner requesting the same around the country, absolutely. Climb <laughs> and buy the club. Get the new kit. It's, uh, I mean, as you know, golf's nothing to do with practice and hard work and training. It's all about getting new kit. So buy some new kit and everything will improve straight away. That's funny because that was his justification for his last pair of new golf shoes, his last new golf glove as well. Uh, and I'm not sure if we're seeing results yet, but maybe the new clubs will do it. Thank you so, so very much, Dean, for your time. Have a very Merry Christmas as well. And he's hoping for another cracky, cracky year for New Zealand golf next year. Go on, your team. Thank you.